Welcome back to Burden, a muddy spot under the boot of the Gohomian army. If you have a sword, you best know when to draw it. If you have money, you've probably left. And if there's someone you trust in this forgotten place, you hold on to them. We're all just trying to make it here, and maybe we ain't looking too close about what you gotta do to be good in a place like Burden. Dominic Dragons, a podcast where Helpful Go Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monahan. Woot! I'm Andrew Gilbert, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. Uh, with me is the incredible Dominic Monahan uh, playing the halfling monk Cryon Fane. You know, hey, what's up, guys? But I also noticed that, Andy, you're holding a DM in your image, in your avatar, <laughs> obviously showing that you are the dungeon master, but it also looks like you're holding my initials at the same time. Dom Monaghan, <laughs> like you're, cr- you're cradling Dominic Monaghan, which makes me feel very safe and warm and cozy. And then oh. I'm surrounded by my little, yeah. I'm surrounded by my little hero crew. So that's nice. It's all it very good. Yeah, it shouldn't make you feel safe. It should make you feel safe. I was like, I'm not sure that's the right reason. <laughs> <laughs> Could feel creepy. Could be a little uh, creepy. Yeah, you accidentally put your life in my hands. Sorry about that. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. <laughs> uh, next uh, is uh, the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the turtle druid, McKeck Tumbledown. Hey, everybody. Lena, playing the Azamar warlock, Elif Fire. And Adam playing the bugbear barbarian Connie Demure. So excited to be here, everybody. Hello. I'm excited too. This is going to be really fun. Yeah. Everyone had a good day so far? Hope, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. 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 Um, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna kind of jump right in. We have just a few announcements, uh, and then we're gonna get going with our game this evening, um, which which should be intense and a blast and a fun time. Quiet! <laughs> I am so sorry. I had my push to talk on. You, uh, who, who I am not. That? I am so. I am mortified. <laughs> well, who are you? Who are you trying to get quiet there? Is that, is that a cat or a dog? It seemed to be silent. Oh my you're screaming god. at it for no reason. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Oh man! But wait, it's talk okay, us through. Talk us through that. Weird. Yeah, just yeah, talk I, us through that for I, a yeah, second. There, there seemed the to be podcast. a long, a long section of silence, and then you screamed quiet, <laughs> but I didn't hear. An interruption. <laughs> what had just happened there? So off of push to talk, I've already, <laughs> y- 
yelled more quietly, quiet, out into the hallway where my nephews are running up and down, screaming like little monsters. And then for the third time, for some reason, I put my thumb on Push to Talk just in time to scream. So it makes me just sound like You're an absolute monster. monster, like myself. Yeah, so. I know. I, oh I should have thought you were yelling that at Andy first. And what did I do? <laughs> I did too. I just thought you were not interested in the Dungeon Master speech. And you were like, quit it already. Let's pull out swords and start killing things. Come on. Oh, man. Holy shit. What a way to start. I love it. I love that too. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, hey, we're on Twitch tonight. <laughs> Live, obviously. Um, so you can uh, feel free to ask questions or talk to us in, in the chat. Uh, we'll try to uh, pay attention to that a little bit, but uh, we are going to get into some craziness uh, in the game. So if we ignore you for just a little bit, um, we have an amazing community of, of people. Uh, they can answer a lot of questions for you. Um, Hit, hit them up. Quiet! <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. That was my my outside voice. I do apologize. I thought my brain had said that, not my voice. Oh my gosh! I'm okay, I'm done I'm with that. Gonna, oh. I'm never gonna live that down. Oh, uh, yeah. never. Oh my god, never. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Andy, I'm sorry. Not at all. You good? You good? Too good to um, miss. We uh, we are also Twitch affiliate, uh, which means you're able to cheer and subscribe to us. And anyone who has Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free through Twitch Prime. It's super easy to link those accounts all for free. A um, couple acknowledgments. Um, we're we're uh, using Roll20 as our virtual tabletop. Um, uh, we have original music by Sam Winnie, uh, which is our theme song, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, and a lot of our um, sort of in-game music then comes from Incompetech or Tabletop Audio. Um, there are specific, um, those will be in the YouTube and the podcast uh, descriptions. Um, and amazing original artwork from Monty, uh, at Miraculous Monty on Twitter. Super fun, super awesome, excellent, excellent person. Um, and this is Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition uh, and it's our second session, so if you missed a little bit of our first session, or if you missed uh, uh, is your first time watching, totally fine. Uh, we'll have our last game up in our Twitch files uh, for about a couple weeks, um, but by then they'll be on YouTube, uh, and we'll definitely have it out on podcast. So there's going to be lots of ways to take in all of this good, good Dom Monahan action. That wasn't dirty I, at all. I, I have a little. I have a little thing that I'd like to maybe add at this point, since since we seem to be in kind of the the administration section of the uh, podcast. Yes, please <clears throat> go ahead. So there's a great little Twitch uh, live chat feed going on right now, and uh, I think if I were one of the people listening to this uh, to this broadcast and and watching the chat feed, I'd probably represent that person that is asking questions about you know, how did this happen and, and what are the rules of this particular thing? And I think in our first episode, because it was my first ever time doing this, I just kind of watched it as I went and asked questions later. I might tonight represent the noobs a little bit more and be asking a little bit more of the mechanics of how did we get there? How does that work? As a kind of like learn-as-you-go type thing. Does that make Sense. Yeah. That sounds kind of Perfect. boring. I could just scream <laughs> quiet if you want. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> immediately uh, exciting. Yeah. Why not both? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, let's all right, go. All good. All good. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And at any point, this is a live recording, obviously, of a edited thing. So uh, at any point, you, if anyone needs to stop for any reason, you know, just let us know. Whatever's going on, um, we'll just, you know, get it going. Yeah, it, it's it, it, to, to add to that, it's a live recording of, of, of a podcast. It's also a live streaming of, like, friends playing a game. So, and a part of, like, playing a game is clarifying rules and talking about the game. So I, yeah. we're, I think we're 100% comfortable with that. And as game designers, I think we even, like, enjoy it, <laughs> right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we were in a pretty testy fight coming towards the end of of uh, episode one on Wednesday. And there were a few times where I was wondering, you know, from a positional point of view, because there were times where we were kind of, we were all the good guys, let's call them, were kind of stacked up next to each other or in a tight group. And I wondered like, you know, traditionally in a battle like that, does it make more sense for our Dungeons and Dragons characters to be more in a kind of, you know, north, south, east, west kind of grouping so that we can, you know, make sense of the creatures that we're trying to fight? Or does the position of the characters not necessarily make a huge amount of difference in the battle? That's a really good question. Yeah. Um, there, There's kind of a variant rule uh, of called uh, what's called flanking. Um, and I totally enjoy this rule. And so if, if two characters are on opposite sides of a creature, uh, they'll get advantage on their attacks. Um, which is a lot easier to hit just because that creature can't look at two people at once kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that does affect, yeah, positioning can affect how things are. And if you have like a rogue in the group, that really affects positioning, uh, but we don't have one of those right now. But also Um, a fundamental effect of it was sort of like we were saying before we went on, um, Elif is a super powerful caster. Like she can do some pretty incredible things. She does not like getting hit. Uh, yeah, she does which not is have. Why, if people remember, I was like hanging way back in that battle, and I was upset when Connie dragged me a little in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. So there can also be considerations to that, like how hard are they to hit? Uh, how much health do they have? Like, uh, Mikek is also a spellcaster, and so doesn't have very much health as we saw when Andy critted me twice and I was dying. (laughs) Um, But I actually have a pretty high armor class, meaning even though I don't have a ton of health, I'm actually pretty hard to hit. Um, Andy actually, those those mud creatures more or less had to roll critical hits in order to hit me. (laughs) And when, let's say, you're casting a spell, like a healing spell on the group, obviously if we're all close to each other we're all going to get hit with that spell but if people are spread out a little bit does does the power of that spell dissipate or does the power of like a poison spell dissipate around distance do you know what I mean? right there are some like area effect spells um hmm. generally those are bad <laughs> there's not a lot of healing uh that has an area effect though there are beneficial effects like paladin auras things like that but yeah, gotcha. it's very dangerous a lot of times to to be against a spellcaster when you're really grouped up like that. So mm. yeah, this is all really good tactical uh, information. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, beautiful. So yeah, any other uh, announcements, uh, questions, anything before we get going? Because otherwise we'll uh, get into our story for this evening. 
I think I'm good. Beautiful. All right. Well, then let's begin tonight's episode of Dom and Dragons. Yeah, no, my voice activity recording is just going to be nothing but laughter and, like, gasping for breath. That's it. Sorry, Sam. Sam explicitly gave, like, asked that I do sing over his his music, so. Really? Because in the chat he went with, oh, God. Oh, God. Last time on Dharma Dragons. A group of unlikely friends have found themselves caught up in the political strife of an invading army. They were just taken to a nearby swamp in order to fight mud creatures for the amusement of the soldiers. And after that, after they were successful, though barely, I might add, the group was shoved back into a carriage, carted off back toward town, On the way, however, bandits attacked and killed the driver, sending the horses flying down the road. As the draft horses clomp at top speed, you feel them turn off the road, heading west. The carriage begins to violently thrash around and throwing up rocks and and mounds of mud uh, now on this un paved, uncobblestoned area. And you all begin to realize, heading west from the road south of town, if you go in this direction for too long, you're going to run straight into Wither Gulch. A 20-foot wide, 100-foot deep chasm that just runs north and south on the outskirts of town. My friends, I believe you need to stop this cart before it falls over the edge. So this is uh, not to scale, um, just a representation of how close you are getting in your cart with the horses to the to the gulf uh, to the west. Not to scale. <laughs> yeah, not to scale. Not We're not that close quite yet. Okay, I was like, uh... You look around, uh, there's a wolf sitting in a corner, Cryon Fane, uh, Connie and uh, Elif, you are chained together still, um, which is chained to the bottom of the, the carriage itself. What is it, ladies and gentlemen, that you would like to be doing at this point? Could I ask a quick question? Please. How long has it been since like we started getting in the cart and we're heading back? Like how long have um, we been, been on the road? Maybe twenty minutes or so. Okay, okay. So there is indeed still a wolf there. Yes. Uh, and I know that we're heading towards a gulch. 
Uh, all of you, yeah. You did a little bit of calculation in your head, and this is a very famous little chasm here right outside of town, so you, yeah, you're pretty sure this is where you're headed. Wither Gulch. Also, was this region just, like, last in line when they were handing out positive names? Yep. Burden <laughs> Wither Gulch. <laughs> it's a downtrodden area of the world, sure. Um, it's it slipped my mind, but what, what happened to our guards that were there in the last episode forcing us to fight those mud monsters? Did they Yeah, perish? good question, yeah. Uh, so the guard that was driving um, had gotten a few arrows shot in him, um, and you you can see through the kind of bars in the front of the carriage a little bit. He's still there, just slumped over entirely. Um, not in control. The other guards uh, tried to turn to fight the bandits, um, and so you're not sure what their fate is. Including the guard that seemed to notice you pocket that dagger uh, and didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have a kind of communicate with animals uh, ability out of the characters? So there is, there is now a is sitting in the corner a turtle, no longer a wolf. So I don't know if you're aware, but we're probably going to plummet to our do. Let me see if I can handle something here. And um, hey, a turtle! I, I don't want to die. Time is of the essence here. You maybe talk a bit faster. Can you just do things faster? Surely be as fast as me. I really don't want to die, and I don't know anything about animals or carriages. I'm a city girl. Please, please, please save me. So uh, two things happen. Uh, I, I cast Speak with Animals on myself. And uh, second, several of the flowers in Connie's flower crown uh, blossom. Aw. Damn it. It's beautiful. Why are you upset? <laughs> I'm going to sort of like push my face to like one of the gaps. Um, horses, could we maybe not plunge to our deaths? Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Why did I not buff my charisma? <laughs> 13. 13's not bad. Yeah, uh, you, you're able to get their attention uh, and they're able to answer you back and you can understand, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I can comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the yeah. duration. All right. Uh, you hear one of them go, ah, ah, holy fuck! We're being chased! <laughs> I don't think we're being chased. And we're being we're, chased! We're, <laughs> look, if we're being chased, I will beat them to death with a magical stick. But I can't do that if you plunge us into a ravine. Fuck you, man! We're being chased! <laughs> Might I recommend some veterinary mood tranquilizers provided by the veterinary branch of Tumbledown's flower crowns? Can we can we hear what he's saying to the, the horses? You hear him going... Oh, and like, I imagine. <laughs> Is he saving us? Or should I just start, like, I don't know, I don't know, uh, blowing things up? I can blow things up. What? How would that help? <laughs> It, it just generally fixes things when I blow things up. It, it generally solves things. Um, is the back of the the carriage like closed and locked, Andy? Yeah, you are uh, encased entirely in in the carriage, um, and both doors on the sides are locked. There is like a small window with bars in the very back that you can see out of. Um, 
but it, it is there's no exit that way we're still shackled is that right or, or have we not been shackled you are again? yeah you have manacles on um but you're not tied to anyone cryon um connie and fire are tied together I really must emphasize that we will all die if you continue on your present course. Gah, Ruggick, damn it. Uh, so if the horses don't seem to be responding to, to Mikek's uh, weird sounds. Uh, yeah, they Connie's... seem oddly terrified of something. Yeah. Interesting. I, I mean, Connie isn't a genius, but he's, you know, uh, interested in. Sur- surviving um, he might <laughs> he might recommend uh, that we break open both like with s- our strength <laughs> both of the entrance the, the doors on, on the sides of the wagon and uh, you know we gotta slow down this wagon we, we gotta use heavy objects as brakes on this runaway heroic damned wagon you're really heavy so, so I'll blow the doors off and then we throw you at the back, right? No. Wait, I'm attached I, to you. Never mind. Terrible idea. I'll blow the doors off and then we all jump, right? Is it? Would that be safe to blow the doors open or should we just break them open and throw me out one end on the, one of the chains and you and me kick out the other side and just try to use our feet on the ground to slow the wagon down? That wow. sounds like a really great way to get broken legs. Yes, slowing horsepower? That seems... I don't volunteer for this. (laughs) Cryon, you you have a little bit of knowledge of, of, you know, just horses. These are draft horses. These are powerful creatures. And we're going fast, right? Yeah. I mean, in the midst of all... I know this is a little bit of a, of a, a swerve, but in the midst of all this confusion, is there any opportunity for us to throw guards off the back of the wagon so that we get rid of one problem or are we having to deal with this one first you you don't see any other guards at the moment uh just the uh, one just the one in front that's slumped yeah that you that you heard him get shot at least yeah is anyone dexterous enough dexterous enough to kind of creep around and grab hold of the reins of the horses like who would be the most dexterous in the crew (laughs) Probably and, you. Yeah, I was gonna say, everyone you. looks at you. <laughs> Yeesh. Well, I could I could try a dexterity roll. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think if the talking to them isn't working, grabbing their reins might work. Yep, you, you got to get out the door first, and then you could totally try to kind of climb out and around. Okay. Do you think, do you think that's doable? Um, like, it, it, it seems like he's, he's spry enough to at least get up and around the door before doing a dexterity check, or do I do that now? Well, let's, yeah, we can blow the door somehow first, and then you can attempt that, yeah. Does it seem safe to, to, to blow the door with an explosion with us inside here? Or I might suggest that Connie, in his anger at Ella for st- keeping on giving him sass, would try to, like, yeah. punch her, but, like, I am I Adam am making him miss so that he punches the, the door behind Elif. But also, this yeah. could be him just, like, trying to enact his plan of, like, breaking the doors open with strength. Could be a sure. combination of both. Gotcha, yeah. Give me a strength check uh, to see how well you can do that. And I'm, I'm guessing it's been more than a minute since we left the mud combat, so I don't think I have any more rage 
unless you're okay. going to yeah. flood that. That's, that's you have so much range. No, it's definitely been more than a minute, yeah. Okay, um, so strength check. Let's do it. Gosh. A 12? You slam into it, you hear it crack just a bit. Uh, it wasn't quite enough to break it. Okay, let me let me try. I, I know you you think you're so strong, but sometimes you just have problems, right? And that's okay. You just have bad days all every day, all day every day. Um, I'm gonna Eldritch blast the doors. She's right. not wrong. I'm a miserable <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Does a 23 hit the doors? Hit the door, yeah. And a 13 damage is enough to then the door slams outward. Uh, and and tumbles to the ground, bouncing a few times. You now have a, an open door on the right side. Boom. Okay. Well, let me. Shall I? Shall I volunteer and, and roll a dexterity check? Yes, I think an acrobatics check probably, since you oh, are skilled though. in that. Yeah, you're gonna try to climb outside the thing and onto the onto like where the driver is. Is that it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Just try and try and get hold of the reins. Um, so at the moment on my on my character sheet, I have a. I already start with a five, right? So that's going to be added to whatever I roll. How do you yeah. How do you work out what I need for it to be successful as the dungeon master? Right, that's a good question too. So dungeon masters then have what's called a difficulty check, uh, and generally it's like uh, a ten or better is something that's kind of easy to do. A 15 or better is something that's kind of hard to do. A 20 or better is something that's really hard to do. And like 25 to 30 is almost near impossible. Right. Um, so I have that in my head, what, what this is already. Well, let's have a look, you guys. Let's see. You, you, got it. you were rolling so great last time. Oh, mm. I see. Was that an 11? An 11. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's been a little muddy. It's been a little rainy. Uh, as you uh, climb out on this, uh, you're going very fast. Um, and uh, the the carriage dips at, at a point, bouncing off of a rock, uh, kind of almost getting airborne a little bit behind these horses. Um, you slip off of the side of this, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. To so try then, to just click dexterity. On. Is that all I'm clicking now? Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Under the in the saving throws uh, section. Uh, okay. Copy that. A sixteen. Very good. Yeah. You Oof. bounce off, lose your grip, uh, but are able to catch the bottom of of the side of this carriage. Uh, your back is is maybe six or seven inches from the ground as it's rushing underneath you. He's uh, just a want, show can... off. I just, I just think he's trying to, he's trying to get a little <laughs> bit of attention from the rest of the crew. You know, he's totally got this. He's, yeah. he's just messing around. This is his Indiana Jones moment. You know, moment. Oh, okay, okay, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so give me, if you want to try to climb back up to the reins, give me another acrobatics check. There we go. Ooh, a twenty. There's, there's some good rolling. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you've uh, you've got your your handle on things. You climb up the side again. Just kind of wink at like Elif as you go by, and you <laughs> climb up onto the onto the front here. Um, and yeah, the the guard is slumped uh, over the side, um, limp, just kind of bouncing uh, with the car carriage. If you want, you can try to grab the reins and slow these things down. Let's for sure grab the reins. What would that be? Uh, so this is going to be an animal handling check. 
to see if you can, uh, yeah, if you can guide these horses. Ooh, Ooh another oh, 20. Wow. Uh, natural 18 there to get a 20. Yeah, you grab the reins. You're pulling as hard as you can. Uh, the horses now, they're not quite letting up, but you feel you can turn them if you wanted to. And honestly, you're getting pretty close to the to the gulf ahead. Slowing down would be good. Anytime, horses. It feels like you guys... They, the, the horses are fully aware that there's this gulch in front of us, but they also are aware of something else. So I feel like wherever I feel the least amount of tension on the reins in terms of a direction, I'm going to let yeah. the horses decide because they seem to be, they seem to know something that we don't and it might not be the gulch. Okay. Mm. That's interesting. I mean? As, yeah, Cryon, as you're sort of working that out in your head, uh, you feel less tension uh, if if you sort of turn them uh, to the left, um, okay. and it's 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 actually going to be a little tight. You're putting all your strength into trying to turn these two um, giant horses, um, and, and they're coming up really quick on this thing. You do then because you sort of work that out in your head. You sort of look over your shoulder to the right then, and you think you see the thing that they're running from. Oh. There is what looks to be a black dog about as big as a horse. Its eyes red and fiery, trailing behind a little bit of smoke from them as it gallops kind of quietly off to your right as well. Does anyone else want to try to do anything at this point? Hey, you're training us. That's great. We're going to be safe, right? There's nothing bad going on here. Uh, do I, do I, do we see it? Do we see the black thing or is it just the horses? I've seen it, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. If you want to tell the others. Well, I guess I'm gonna, I, yeah, I guess I'm going to alert the crew, but that that's not a roll, right? That's just me telling them or do I have to yeah, roll Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You shout back whatever you want. Okay. Uh, you guys look over your right shoulder. I think that's the problem. <laughs> oh. I'd look out the door. Do we see it? All of you then, yeah, looking out the back uh, to see this giant beast chasing you. All right, so jumping out isn't a great option, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. apparently not. Go faster. So firstly, I would like to apologize to you for my statement that nothing is chasing us. Clearly that was incorrect. (laughs) Um, Secondly... You think... Ah! Secondly, Andy, so I, I feel Cryon trying to turn us sort of to the left, right? And that's how yes, we're how we're gonna So I would like to, if possible, use mold earth and kind of its function of making terrain difficult terrain. Okay. To sort of start blocking off the right side. Gotcha. Essentially making the horse that's on the right of the cart go a little slower, which should increase the pull to the left. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's uh, that's going to be a pretty intricate kind of balance there. Uh, why don't you give me a wisdom check uh, to just kind of... Or an arcana, either one, I guess, but... I prefer wisdom. Uh, with proficiency or not? Yeah, yeah, with proficiency. 
22. Nice. A 22. Very nice. Yeah. So you start Ooh. to kind of raise the earth and mold it just a little bit ahead of you to the right so that the horses are naturally trying to avoid that and, and pull a little bit more into where Cryon is trying to trying to get them. So yeah, you feel you're, you're making progress uh, keeping them here uh, just a little bit more. Uh, give me one more animal handling check, Cryon, to, to really avoid um, slipping down into this thing. But it's a, it. it's a little easier this time. Nice. A 17, nice. very nice. Yeah, uh, you feel really confident now. You've you've really gained control. They've actually slowed up a little bit now um, and, and are turning away from the gulch. You actually feel uh, a little bit safer here. However... Is... is oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, I was just going to ask, is, is the guard that I'm obviously leaning over to grab the reins is he is he yeah. dead do i do, am i pretty sure that he's dead uh you can give me a quick medicine check to just kind of glance over real quick i was also going to do a quick pickpocketing check but i don't know if you can do that <laughs> <laughs> can i do both can yeah, i do sure. a check his pulse and frisk his pockets at the same time what would that yeah be? let's make this a sleight of hand check then <laughs> naughty cry on naughty yeah. naughty <laughs> Ten. Fifteen total. 15, yeah, because you are yeah. quite good at this. Yeah. This is this is what you're you're pretty good at. Um yeah, you you get the sense he's been bleeding pretty bad. He's has three arrows in him. The this that doesn't look good for him. Um but he does have a pouch of uh five gold pieces on him. Um and you can uh add that to your add that to your stores then. Certainly will, thanking you. <laughs> Very Pretty nice. Good deed there. <laughs> All right. Uh, as the horses are slowing up, though, a little bit, uh, everyone's looking out the back. This giant beast of a thing is gaining now on you. Yeesh, guys, we don't. Have oh, time it's to a very rest, large boy, do we? Um, I can Eldritch blast it. I can I can blast it from here. I have like a range of 120 feet. Should I blast it? Want to be fire it? Um, I'm gonna sort of shuffle towards the back of the cart. Hello. Are you friendly? Does it, does, it, does it look friendly? It doesn't look friendly to me. I'm still, I'm, I still have speak with animals up. So yeah, yeah. Uh, does that affect beasts? Yes. Okay. It doesn't seem to understand you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was Which thinking. That was the quickest way to confirm that. Not yeah, this is not a natural creature. <laughs> McHex could have sort of like, so I've got some bad news for us generally and some good news for Elif. That's not an animal. <laughs> um, I think perhaps proceed with the blasting now. Okay, blasting away. And I'm going to check an Elder's Blast at it. All right. Uh, do you lean out of the cart, or do you try to fit it through the bars? We, well, the door is open, right? So I can just... Kinda... Uh, it's behind you, yeah, now. Though. The door on the side on your right is open. Oh, I thought there was the back doors. Yeah, you're going to make me make a deck save if I lean out of the cart. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going like, to just try to fit it through the door, the bars. Okay. I rolled a twelve. That's probably not good enough. Uh yeah, having to aim through the bars, it's really hard. You're you're having a hard time hitting it as well and not uh catching the carriage itself on fire. That one missed, I'm afraid. 
Why don't we throw it the guard? Maybe it's just hungry. Cryon! Is that your name? Did you introduce yourself to us earlier? Yeah, he introduced himself to us and we just never told him our names. because uh, we're Uncharacteristically, I remember your name, Cryon. Can you shove that guard off after you done pickpocketing him? <laughs> I think I could do that. What is that? Is that a strength check? What is that? I mean, he's a halfling. Uh, he's, yeah, he's already h- half off. Uh, it, it wouldn't take much to just give him a little push. Yeah. All right, cool. Nothing, nothing uh, to roll. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do that. No problem. I've, I've definitely frisked all of his pockets. Right, he's clean. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. <laughs> you could check one more time with an investigation roll if you really okay. want to search him good. You, just, oh, you know, you that. never know. People have gems. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, an eight, a twenty. Come on. Uh, 20 total. Yeah, you're really frisking this guy. Uh, the horses have slowed up just a little bit as you're not paying as much attention to them. You're giving him the once over here. He's he's got uh, he's got some weapons on him. He's got uh, two daggers and a short sword, um, plus a, a shield and a little bit of decent armor. Um, okay, but it would it would take a while to get the armor off. <laughs> I was gonna say, so we're stripping him now. Yeah, can I take the weapons and, and in some way can I throw them back to the to the guys? Because I'm not really well versed in weapons. I don't know how good their weapons are, but can sure. I yeah, throw you take those? off the daggers and the short sword, fit it through the the bars um, cool. that go into the carriage part. Uh, yeah, and then that's pretty much everything you find on him. Okay, cool. And then I I, I dump him unceremoniously. Uh, All right. Over the you side. dump him. Yeah, off he he bounces a few times on the ground. And you see the beast behind you leap on the creature, on on the guard. Um, And you turn your face away as you hear a a crunch uh, through armor and whatnot. I thought you were going to say leap over the guard, and I was like, oh, shit. Fudge. (laughs) Same. Did did it work? Did it work? Did you save us? So if you want, Cryon, you could uh, lead the horses back to the road. Uh, you feel that it that thing behind you is busy at the moment, and yeah. um, we are we are out of danger for the moment. Tempor- temporarily, yeah. Let's temporarily. let's let's you know slow them down a little tick so that they're not panicking. But let's for sure right. head towards the road with it with a nice level of of pace. Well, right. So am I am I rolling something? Is that an animal handling thing or? No, no. At this point, yeah, you've That's you've already happening. you've already mastered these these horses and the carriage. Oh, cool. You you get a feel for everything. Uh, cool. You you can you can uh, you know navigate pretty well now. And thank you, Bitter Ash, for the gift of five tier one subs. Sweet. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, nice. Yeah. So the rest of you, um, get back on the road. It is starting to become evening now. You've avoided the gulch. You've avoided this scary beast that for some reason was in the field. And you have a moment to just catch your breath as you're getting back on the road, heading into town. Is this a rest time, guys? Is that how this works in D&D? Is this a great time to kind of re-up sure our be. energy levels? Yeah, we, yeah, we can do a, a short rest here. If everyone is just... Being calm, the last sort of... Yes, please. You can even pull off to the side of the road to just really catch your breath and <laughs> regain your senses here. Um, yeah. A quick search of the carriage reveals then keys to the manacles. Yeah. 
Um, so you can unlock those as well. Uh, uh, Connie, can Connie find the key to his and Elif's chain first? Uh, I feel like you need to make a check for that because I don't trust you. <laughs> That's you why like, I'm hey, asking. Can I fuck Elif up first? <laughs> I, 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 I'm just asking. Connie doesn't want to fuck you up, but he also is not particularly interested in letting you out of his grasp. <laughs> I'm also looking for the key. Contested <laughs> checks. All right, so Cryon, you find the key first. <laughs> and you see holding you all see, the marbles. You see Connie and Elif scrambling around the place, looking for and in every little corner for for keys, saying, "As soon as I find it, I'm gonna, uh, you know, stuff like that." Um, Good Elif impression. Right. Oh. <laughs> so if you want Connie this is just um, my disclaimer Adam and I actually love each other I know yeah. our characters are having a lot of conflict in both podcasts right now but we actually really care about each other this yeah, isn't we know. of course of course I, I, I think I would try and maybe maybe stand on the top of the seat that our, um, our guard was sat on before I threw him off and hold up the stack of the little ring of keys and give them a little jingle and ask if that's what everyone's looking for. And then very carefully go over and uh, use one of the keys on my, is it turtle? Is that what, is that what my friend is? A, to- a turtle? I am, yes, I am technically a turtle, though I'm also not actually uh, manacled because I was a wolf when they put me oh. in the cart and they couldn't figure out how to make that work. Oh, so it's just It's me, just the two of them. So I would... Yeah, so, so you can I pop them off your own do wrists. my own shackles, hold them up, okay. and say, you guys, are you looking for these keys? I'll just... Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Can, can you untie me? I, I don't want to be chained to this guy anymore. He wants to kill me or turn right. me in or something. He's not nice. One Krugic damned second. Cryon, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Elif here has been the most frustrating goddamn difficult bounty I've ever hunted. She is a dangerous, murderous woman. You, you want to talk about dangerous and murderous and criminal? You were the most corrupt sheriff I have ever seen. You were stealing money from the people that you were supposed to be protecting and holding them up and making them pay you protection. You were awful. You were absolutely awful. That's why you're not the sheriff anymore. Elif, compared to other sheriffs the town of Burden had before me, I was a rugged damn saint. Cryon, I'm telling you, she is an arsonist. She has killed many people with her fires. And during my tenure as sheriff of Burden, she was just the worst. I'm telling you. Okay, I am an explosives specialist, not an arsonist. Can you please get it right for once in your life, Connie? I know you've been, like, knowing me for, like, 15 years or something, right? Since I was, like, 12. I don't know what your problem is. Well, you guys, also, I, I haven't I, killed that many people. You guys, I, I totally, I, I, could, I could listen to this all day, honestly. It's, it's, it's like music to my ears, but... <laughs> Let's just, let's just back up for a second. We were all in a cell together. We all battled these crazy mud monsters together. We jumped on a runaway carriage. We managed to avoid being attacked by a monster. We actually seem to make a great team. I'm in a situation here where I can untie the both of you, but only under the condition that we agree that what we've went through has kind of 
binded us together as a crew. We can achieve amazing things if we stop this internal squabbling. We have a common enemy. So it's up to you guys, but I'm the key master. I also wonder if we might make a common cause for something more productive than just an enemy. I mean, enemies are pretty productive, right? I, I really like bringing down enemies. That's why Connie hates me. Okay, well, before Connie starts invoking his god again, to be clear, I was arrested because I went to the Gaholnian army demanding the return of my sister. She's been missing for several days, and something just tells me that the Goholnians are involved. Clearly, going and asking politely if stubbornly didn't do too much. So perhaps we could track down leads together. Might that be agreeable? Aleph, for your sake, there's probably going to be lots of blowing up Goholnians. I, I do love blowing things up. I will I will do this if if Connie will agree. I, I, I guess I'll do this. And because I trust you guys. I trust Cryon and I trust Mikak, not Connie. But if you guys trust Connie, <laughs> then I will consent to this and we can be a crew and go blow up Goholnians. I mean, that, that, that sounds great to me. If, if you guys need a little more time to think about it, we could all take a short rest and I can keep you both shackled and you can spend just a little bit more time going over your, your options. But if you're shackled together and you don't like each other, I don't think you're going to be around too much longer. <laughs> it's a fair point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, to be clear, we have we did stop off. Like, this is not in a moving wagon. We've kind of stopped off. and Right, yeah, you're on the side of the road at the moment. Okay. So Connie will kind of, Connie will glower at at everybody one by one. And then he'll turn to Mekak and he'll say, All right, Tortle. Tortellini. How much is in it for me? Well, what with the Goholnian occupation, there hasn't been a great deal of coin coming through Tumbledown's flower crowns. However, as my Gammy always suggested, don't trust the ruling class. We have certain stores tucked away that could be useful for people who find themselves getting stabbed by spears a lot. I'm pretty sure there's still a hole, not in your coat, just you right there. It's quite disquieting. But, oh. um... Honey will look I down, could... he'll be like, oh yeah, I didn't even notice. Man, they really skewered me back there, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, so... I might be able to offer you some supplies which could help if you found yourself in a situation like that again. <sighs> okay, alright, okay. Connie will uh, not quite glower, he'll look a bit more thoughtfully, as thoughtful as a bugbear can appear at all of you. This offer, of course, also extends to all of you. In addition, I can offer my expertise as an herbalist and healer to help you with anything. Also, I believe, Cryon, you mentioned you're looking for a music box? Hmm. Yeah, I was told by um, somebody who used to uh, 
spend some time in in a religious order that I was involved with. That there was a music box back in the cell that we all came from, which feels like we're a long way away from that now. I'm I'm kind of more than happy to put a pin in that for a second and maybe find our way back there. Who knows? The music box may have gone by that point. But if the music if the music what? box was in the cell, there's a chance that the Gaholnians have it. And as I said, I rather suspect that my sister has been taken by them, so we might have another opportunity to find it or search similar locations. Seems like we have kind of a common goal and a common enemy. We just need these other two crazy asses to get on the same page. Hey, I, I'm, I'm totally on board. I love throwing up Gaholians. They're like the worst. They're occupying the town and they're totally screwing up all of my totally legitimate criminal activities. You remind me of my gammy. <laughs> you know what? I think we all have our things that were uh, taken away from us by the army back at the jail. So it does sound about right that we should get back there and get back what's ours. We should do that together for sure. And if there's another bounty job in this for me, i.e. Did bugbears say i.e.? I don't know. Now they do. they do. Now, now they do, yeah. Helping uh, Tortellini here find his sister. Then, given our newfound burgeoning camaraderie, I suppose, yeah, I could see fit to be unchained from this here explosions expert. What did you say? How did you just... Explosive specialist. Specialist. Explosives specialist. Specialist, yeah. Yeah, I think we could just be a, a downright peachy team, and I don't bear her any more ill will, and I'm perfectly on board with switching over to this other bounty and have no intentions of changing my mind later on in our adventures. Uh, to be clear, <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> I'm suggesting that this is a deception check. <laughs> Please roll deception, I guess. I, I like that just Everyone's instantaneous. <laughs> I didn't even wait. I'm just like, insight check this. I didn't even yeah. call for rolls. <laughs> Yeah, but to be it. clear, like, he meant the part about going back to the jail together and getting their things together. Yeah. So I don't know if burying the lie or attaching it to a truth would perhaps give Connie advantage. I have heard your plea. Roll. With advantage? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, damn. Okay. All right. Here we go. Dang it. Ouch. For now, Elif and Makek, uh, he seems kind of trustworthy. That's yeah. completely out of character for him, but okay, I'll go with what the dice said. Right. <laughs> Elif, I think you are generally uh, very distrustful of him, but so far what he says doesn't quite ring as false. And he did look genuinely like interested in, in, in the idea that, oh, there's this other job here and that Mikek has stores of things that might be valuable to him like several f several new flowers have appeared on his flower crown as Mikek is smiling at him has no way of telling that is infuriating uh -huh. <laughs> um there's a there's a message from Andy the DM is that wait, wait, that wait, wasn't wait. a whisper to me is it yeah that's a whisper to you what are you did you mean to no did you mean to whisper it to me or to Galway to Connie. Uh, 
Yeah. Are we looking oh, at the Go- same whisper? Goway can probably see the whisper. Uh, I can't. Because, oh, well, never mind. Yeah, you made a mistake, I think. <laughs> I think it's too Connie. I think you're the only one that can see it, Ed. It's not showing up on the Twitch stream, so unless but I'm way behind. But you're asking the, que- the whisper I see is a question about something that has nothing to do with Connie. <laughs> I was asking you to ask the question. <laughs> because you don't because Connie Connie doesn't know that information. Alright, you didn't really it seemed like you were just asking me that. Oh no, sorry. I was I like, you. I don't we're, di- we're deep we're deep inside the onion now, you guys. We yeah. Really so what we're talking about the is D onion. Yeah, I have the ability <laughs> to whisper things to my players that only they can see. Uh right. and and that one I whispered to to Adam. Uh, as a as a All thing right. that his character might be thinking of, but yes, you know. replete with like bizarre capitalization. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this with the capitalization that Andy provided to me. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so it seems like we're on board. What? <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> just, it's a response. And I just baited him into doing that. <laughs> Someone just whispered at me. Yeah. Uh, roll twenty whispering system. Okay, so Connie, so Connie's saying, "All right, well now it looks like we've got a path forward as uh, as a team here. I think we should help uh, Michelangelo here with his finding his sister. But uh, just one question for you, just off the top of my head: What's the name of your sister?" <laughs> that feels oddly aggressive as a question off the top of your head relating to factual information. My sister's right? name is Kalia. All right. And she's uh, just another big, uh, big turtle looking fucker like you, huh? Mm, no. Can you all see how he's like aggressively unpleasant and it's not me? He, he is a little I'm a bugbear. What do you want from me? <laughs> Getting that a little bit, yeah. That's that's why maybe unshackling him directly from you might not be the worst idea, so that he can be <laughs> irritating to the entire party instead of just you. <laughs> uh, shall I go ahead and try and undo their shackles? That would be so, so great. That would be so, so, so great. Is that a roll or not? That's just happening. No, no, just the decision. Nah, yeah. All right, go for it. While you're doing that, Kanye will be like, what do you mean your sister's not a turtle? <laughs> what is she then? I mean that she's not a turtle. Oh, wow. I Interesting. would have thought that the conclusion was obvious from the response. There was a second part to that question, Mr. Apothecary. When you get to it, let us know. Herbalist. Oh. This stepsister or something like that. It, uh, uh, Andy, what, what, when when characters in Dungeons and Dragons have a short rest, does that do anything to their abilities, to their to the to their gear, to anything? Yes, it does. Yeah. So, um, so as you un- undo the chains, you guys have rested now. You're just taking a time to breathe and get your bearings set. Um, so mechanically, what that means is. Anyone who is down hit points, if you want, you can roll hit dice to uh, get a few hit points back. Uh, and Cryon, you're you weren't hit at all in that last one. Um, and I 
think, let me look something up real quick. But I think you get your key points back on a short rest. Which means you would uh, go back up to your two for the moment. Yeah. I think, let me just double check. Yep, you do. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so you go back up to two. Love that. And anyone roll, else want to roll I'll some roll hit, two dice? hit dice? Yeah. Okay. And you add your constitution modifier to each. Yep. Didn't Nine. go like get absolutely destroyed in that last fight? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work out uh, how many I want to roll so here. So 17 plus 2 plus 2, that's uh, 21. That brings me right up to my total hit point maximum. Nice. So I'll roll 2 as well. All right. Uh, so 16 total, I'm back up to 4. 16 there. Uh, Elif, I think you are good as well. Yeah, I'm totally good. I didn't get hit. Nice. Um, and then what this means is now that you've uh, gotten a chance to kind of calm down a bit, uh, your own abilities and powers also seem to have grown. You have reached level three, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh! Ooh. Yeah! Leveling is always a fun element of uh, D&D. So, um, uh, we'll, why don't we take a quick break here? Um, just to kind of solidify a couple of things for level. Uh, then we're going to come back and talk about uh, sort of how that process works real quick and and some of the choices we have to make. Um, and we can talk through some of those with Cryon as uh, as Dom has never played a monk before. So Cool. Yeah, let's take a little break here and then come back with that. So hang in there, everyone. This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Helpful Goat, And if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.